0: Hey
1: Thumpers! Welcome to our review of It. Jaji.
0: Jaji. Who?
1: So uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about this movie. We're gonna talk about some spoilers. So just be forewarned. We will be spoiling some things. Um, I just really want to get into this movie because I just to give you a little bit of of context. I haven't seen the original miniseries of It probably maybe since like high school or so, and I haven't and right. I still. I still I did not go back and revisit it before we did this. We wanted to go see this movie. I kind of wanted to go in there with a with a fresh slate. I didn't want to read the book. I didn't want to rewatch the miniseries. I kind of wanted to go into it, not remembering as much as I thought I remembered. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of things that I that I honestly did not remember, um, especially because this movie is different. This is half of the book. Yes. This is, and it's not like the miniseries that kind of covers everything. And just from the trailers alone, like you guys have seen our trailer reactions that we've done on this channel. We've been really pumped for this. Mm-hmm. Super excited about this movie. Um, I was genuinely surprised with how much I liked it. Um, and I knew I was already going to like it based on the trailer because I thought the trailers were really strong. Or at least I had hoped that I would like it as much as I liked the trailers. And I did. And I thought it was really, really good. It's. I think nowadays we are kind of a place where we don't get as many good quality horror movies. I think we right. maybe we'll get one to two a year. And I'm glad that the, it, this one is actually one of those that we can kind of look at and go... Oh, this is really good.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. So uh, my history with the property, uh, I've read the book twice, uh, once in high school and then once a year or two back. Um, I've watched the miniseries a couple times. I saw it, first saw it when I was on a, uh, a trip up to Big Bear in the cabin, oh, so that nice. was real creepy. <laughs> uh, real creepy. Um, I've seen that miniseries a couple times. I have the Blu-ray. Uh, parts of it hold up great. Parts of it do not. Uh, it is a TV miniseries, though, however, which is uh, usually... Where I take a little bit of umbrage when people call this a remake. I don't know if you can remake sure. something that was a TV miniseries that had commercial breaks, right, and built-in commercial breaks, like yeah, it's structured it's that two, way. It's two
1: very different type of things.
0: Yeah, and so um, it's one of the like this. So this is like the first actual IT movie. Um, so, uh, yeah, and, and there was also, like, a history going into this film being made. Uh, it was originally going to be uh, Cary Fukunaga. Yeah. It was going to be the— still has a writing credit. Still has writing and I think is a producer, executive producer on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for people who pay attention to the movie news, it was like, he's going to do it. And this is right after True Detective. He was announced. Right. And people were super pumped. I was super pumped. I loved his other movies. And then it was announced that he was leaving the project over Creative Differences— uh, a lot of it having to do with money. A lot of it having to do with uh, that. Uh, the talk was that Wanted Brothers wasn't gonna, didn't want to pay as much as you know what he wanted, and certain things like that. So there was kind of this like fear a little bit. And then uh, the director who did take the project over uh, had pri- previously done Mama, mm-hmm. and uh, Mama I liked, but I didn't love. And I think a lot of people felt, frankly, that there was a. Uh, step-down quality, which mm-hmm. was like you had Cary Fukunaga, who was this director-director, like and then you got in place of that somebody who uh, I think many people probably felt was uh, maybe James Wan pre-some uh, of the new films James Wan's now known yeah. for. The guy, like somebody who was uh, not too far away from doing an insidious uh, sure. spinoff. Yeah, so yeah. I think a lot of people were nervous for this movie. Uh, there were, frankly, uh, photos that came out, very early photos that were not great. Like they clearly <laughs> photoshopped uh, uh, Bill Skarsgård as um, Benny Wise into the sewer, like the shading. Was, and so I think there was yeah. a lot of people like, ooh, boy, this already looks rough." <laughs> uh, and then that first trailer came out, and then the second trailer came out, and then the reviews started coming out. Uh, and uh, this movie's great. I loved it. I loved everything about it. Um, I really, I truly. <laughs> I, I don't really have any complaints um, I think uh, being a fan of the book in the miniseries there are changes uh, obviously the book was uh, written in the 80s so them as adults is the 80s and their kids in the 50s mm-hmm. so that's one of the uh, bigger changes uh, and there's just other little things but honestly this is if you're a Stephen King fan uh, I think you'll love this film it it's very true to the spirit of the stuff King does that the scary things are not necessarily... The scary things, though those are scary, it's much more your neighbor or the person who's closest to you might be even scarier than the monster dog or the creepy clown and all that other stuff. And that's so much of what makes this movie work is the character development. The reason Stephen King's work holds up more so than a lot of other horror writers, contemporary or even when he started out, is that. Uh, it's his character work. Mm-hmm. It's why when he doesn't do horror stuff, you get something as great as Shawshank and the Green Mile And uh, I think you see that in this it is a fantastic book if you've never read it It's chunky, but I think it's worth reading because you spend so much time with these characters And I think that's what this film does right uh, It does so many things right but it's pe- but that essentially like As great as Bill Sarsgaard is as Pennywise and he's great. He's great. You won't forget Tim Curry But he's doing something very different which is smart. Uh, he's still creepy, though. Um, if this film was just all the scary Pennywise stuff, it would be a very good creepy spook house movie with some jump scares and some pretty cool effects. But the movie works, and I think, uh, to me, coming just coming out of it, it can easily enter the pantheon of like great horror movies, like your Exorcists or like your uh, um, shinings and things of that nature. Alien, because of the characters because of all the character work that's done. It's not a short movie. It's not 80 minutes, uh, which we talked about. It's the fact that you spend so much time living with these characters and in their lives. So when the things happen to them, which is what a good horror movie should do, you feel horrified because you care about what's happening to the people. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I, I loved it. No, I have to agree with you,
1: and it was funny because we were talking about the running time, and obviously the book is really long, and the miniseries is much longer, too. So this
0: is all, if anyone's trying to avoid spoilers while you're watching this, I don't know. But this is just the kids. Right. That's, I think, the biggest change beyond the time period Mm -hmm. is the book and the miniseries jump time. Yeah. When you open the book, the book opens up uh, with the death of Georgie and what's like this film does and the miniseries, and then it jumps to them as adults, and it keeps jumping back. It has this like kind of... um, uh, it plays with time. It goes back yeah. and forth and back and forth. Uh, and this is just strictly the kids. So I'm very interested to see if they get a sequel, uh, are they going to deal with some of the things that happen in the book as them being adults? Because mm-hmm. part of the structure of the book is as adults, and this is why these terrible things happen in Derry, they don't remember. They don't remember fighting Pennywise. Mm-hmm. Only one of them does, and it's uh, Mike. Mike remembers, remembers, and the rest of them have forgotten and it's only once Pennywise comes back, and he comes back every 23 years, I believe? 27. years, um, that they start feeling something, and they start remembering, because they all, except Mike, moved out of Derry. That's why Mike hasn't forgotten. And that's part of the structure of the book, and the miniseries is, what happened? What did they forget? Mm-hmm. And you start building towards surprises. Because this movie is just the kids, mm-hmm. I don't think you'll have, which is not a problem, I don't think you'll have that element in the sequel. They might still forget, uh, which will probably have more of a tragic... Pathos to it, but we'll already know what that happened to them when they were yeah. kids.
1: Yeah. I I really love the fact that this movie spent all of its time with the kids because yes. I think part of the thing that makes the movie so enjoyable is you get to really see all the different personalities that these kids have. Mm-hmm. And, and again, the kids are not... They're developed just enough that you know the essential things that you need to know about them. Yes. It doesn't spend a lot of time diving into their history. It doesn't spend a lot of time spending time with their parents, but it gives you just enough that you understand exactly what the purposes of these characters is in the movie, what potentially their backstory is gonna serve in the movie and how their fears feed into sort of Pennywise's game. Mm-hmm. That's essentially what, that's essentially how Pennywise kind of plays his game. It's He's really feeding on the fears of these kids. And some kids have a lot more tragic backgrounds than than others. Yes. Um, you know, and yeah, like I, I, I honestly almost forgot how quickly we kind of just jump into the story we see georgie die in the beginning and it's it's brutal it's straight up brutal like yeah they they don't hold anything back i mean granted this is this is a rated r that's a horror movie and they go for it but i think
0: well because sometimes there can be r-rated horror movies yeah. that have that feeling that uh they don't make do this anymore really yeah. but that kind of feeling of oh this was kind of made to be edited on tv very easily right, 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 like i'll right. Oh, just take that little section out that little section up this movie is very violent this it's movie very goes brutal. For it. Uh, the kids curse a lot. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, this is very R-rated. And again, yeah. yeah, the death of Georgie is brutal.
1: Yeah, yeah. And especially, I mean, you really only get to see one real scene with Georgie and his brother. Mm-hmm. And just from that opening scene, you can immediately tell that there's... And I think that goes a lot into the how well it's written based on the book. And it's also how well it's directed. And also, like, it's really tough, usually, to get kid actors to really work a lot of yes. times. Because they're kid actors. You know, their kid, a lot of them are very inexperienced. A lot of them have not done a, lo- a movie like this before. But to see it really work in this, I think that says so much about the director and, and how he was able to really make it work and make the relationships feel, feel believable. Bill Skarsgård, to me, was great. And I was mentioning this on the way over here. Pennywise isn't isn't a character that you see a lot of in the movie he makes an impact he makes an but when you see him he makes an impact when you see him every time you see him in a different scene he's doing something different he's adding something new Mm -hmm. to the character he's adding something new to the movie itself and i think that's so strong because i feel like a lot of times you can get a lot of these horror movies and granted even though this is based on a book whenever they adapt these sort of things they can kind of do the same thing over and over and over and over with the with the sort of the serial killer or the scary boogeyman monster of the movie. Yeah. Whereas with this, they try to do something new. Every time you see him, it's a little more elevated and a little more elevated. So every time we kind of see him, we're, we're, we're expecting something new to sort of unveil itself with Pennywise. And I thought it was done really, really well. And, you know, from the things that I remember that Tim Curry did, this is different. You know, Tim Curry, as far as I remember, it's a little bit more of a playful sort of a clown. Whereas yes. Bill Skarsgård, it's a bit more menacing. It's a kind of more to the point of being being radical and being terrifying and being scary and kind of going to that 10 mark whenever he can. But it, it, you're right, though, when you say that he doesn't just try to imitate Tim Curry. And it's kind of the same thing like when we had Jack Nicholson's Joker and Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah. They were two, they were two actors playing the same character but playing very different shades of that character. And I think that in order to do this at all, to be able to pull this off, you had to – be sort of generally the same the same character but played in two very different ways and I and I love the fact that it takes place in the 80s because I'm so intrigued to see you know 27 years later it's basically in our modern time how is that gonna work in this movie
0: yeah I'm very fascinated to see how they do that and I think it's worth everyone' movie the kids are great They're and so I think good if any of these one kid any of the kids was not didn't work wasn't good. The movie easily could have fallen apart, every one sure. of them. And they have to do a lot of heavy lifting. And also it's worth noting, the movie's very funny. Like, it is. It's very, very totally. funny. The totally. audience we saw
1: this with was really into it. They were laughing a lot. They were laughing, they were screaming, they were cheering. Like it was it was a good audience. It was yeah. A really good audience.
0: It's a very funny movie, and these kids have to play many different shades. They have to be truly frightened, they have to be emotional, they have to be funny, they have to be uh, kids. And you're also seeing um something that you don't this kind of reminded me if anyone has seen this movie uh monster squad Mm -hmm. a little bit it kind of reminded me monster squad where it's like the kids curse the kids are of age where sex and what is a crush and all these things start coming into play and king has always kind of written about those kinds of things and that's in this movie and i appreciated that because it made everything feel more honest so when you're dealing with the world of a supernatural crazy clown Mm -hmm. you feel like you're in this grounded element where you're like I know these kids either because I was them or I knew people like them. They were my friends. Um, and they're great. Uh, Bowers, the bully, um, those kids, like, I knew that kid. I knew Henry Bowers yeah. growing up. Um, and They were great. Like, li- like, there wasn't any actor to me who hit a false note. Yeah. Um, if, if anything, and I, this isn't a criticism, I would say the only two – of the losers clubs, there's six total. If there's any two that maybe get a little bit of a short shrift as far as uh, development or amount to do beyond stand and great looking shots, mm-hmm. um, is Mike and Stan. Mm-hmm. Um, who uh, it's not, a, you know, like I said, the movie's kind of long. Maybe there's a cut where they are, are more heavily featured. Sure. Uh, that's the only maybe thing I could see people saying is you don't get all of them. Right. We really focus same, on like
1: three to four of the characters in a big way in a big, big way. Yeah. And then you got a couple of these other characters who maybe aren't as, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't want to say they're not as impactful because all those characters have a purpose. Yes. So you just don't get as much of their sort of backstory as you do some of the other characters. But even, even though that is the case, I don't feel like it took anything away from the movie. And again, going back to the running time concerning the fact that they took this book and they kind of broke it into chapter one and eventually a chapter two, it's two hours and, and change. I didn't really feel it no, I didn't because feel I it. feel like it moves. It just goes from the second that it starts. I mean, <laughs> it starts, you see the opening logos for the companies and I was already like, Oh my God, I'm already terrified of this movie. And it just kind of moves. It doesn't really, for yeah. me, it didn't lag in any sort of sense.
0: I really like the score. I thought the score felt really very good. classical. Yeah. Um, it kind of actually did remind me a little bit of, uh, eighties, uh, John Williams, like the mm-hmm. little hints of ET and stuff like that, where it's a lot of flute. And, uh, And string instruments, I really, really love the score. It kind of felt like it was of that time. So if this composer comes back for... So we'll just say, the end of the film, it says it. It shows the title, and then it says chapter one. Right. Indicating very hard there's going to be a chapter two. Right. I think people are talking about this movie's going to do very well this weekend. Yeah, and Um, I think
1: they did announce either yesterday or today that the writers... I'm I'm pretty sure it's the same writers were coming back to do the sequel.
0: Yeah, so it looks like we're going to get a sequel. I'm very excited to see where that... Uh, goes. But yeah, I, I absolutely, I love this movie, and I'm looking forward to seeing it again. Um, it's... It it's, it it does have the occasional jump scare with a music thing that's like, woo! Mm-hmm. Which... I can't feel cheap if, it, if that's the only thing. Right. But even great classic horror movies, Halloween, right. stuff like that, have that. But Look, those movies movie work. this movie offers so much more. Because it, so yeah. it has so much more. It has so much more. There's a great – the sequence uh, in in the house when they're walking through that house and then confront Pennywise in the uh, kitchen, all of them as a group. And the thing is because you care so much about the characters, the final act of the movie mm-hmm. when all the characters are attacking – Pennywise, you feel like there's a triumph feeling. Yes. Like the audience started cheering uh, in our theater. And there's not too many horror movies (laughs) where you get people like cheering.
1: No, no. Yeah. And I completely agree. And I think that's, and I feel like the movie didn't do it in a cheap way. They definitely earned that route of going, you start off and you see these kids that are very distraught. They're really traumatized as to what's been going on. You find out that each of them have kind of been experiencing Pennywise in their own way. And then it kind of takes the course of the movie for them to really unite. And through, you know, certain events that happen, you really feel like these kids kind of earn this victory against Pennywise. Yeah. And I and I love that so much. And I think a lot of times when we have these horror movies, you know, they're they're 80 to 90 minutes long. They kind of just want to get through the get through the, the plot really, really fast and just kind of get through the movie. You don't really care enough about the characters to really justify sort of feeling anything for them at the end when some die and some don't. Whereas with this movie, you want all these kids to win. Every time anytime a kid gets hurt. You feel really bad. Oh, about yeah. it. You really empathize with the characters. And I and I love that. And I feel like there's so many other times, and not just in horror movies, just in movies in general, we don't get that. And I love the fact that I could look at all of these characters, regardless of how many there were. And if some of them were maybe a little less developed than others, you still feel for them. And I and I I really appreciate the fact that they that they recognize that and they wanted to make that a part of the movie. Yeah. And that they really wanted the audience to care about each of these characters individually, care about their backstories and sort of how some of them have really fucked up backstories. Yeah. You know, it's like some of them deal with, with abuse and all these sorts the trauma. of things. Trauma. And they really make it a part of their character. And I, and I like the fact that there sort of is a payoff for these characters at the end where there is sort of this redemption for them. And they have to kind of overcome their fears to, to defeat Pennywise, and it doesn't feel cheap in any way. It really feels genuine. I mean, the movies as the movies playing out and go and we're going through all these different sequences. You know, as a viewer, I'm even sort of kind of being more confident about about facing the movie, yeah. which is at the same time trying to scare me and try to really terrify me. Um, I will say the. And this is not a, a negative about the movie at all. I I think because I played it up in my head mentally so much that I was going to be so terrified. Mm-hmm. It didn't it didn't scare me in sort of the way that I thought it was going to. But it's still very engaging, very terrifying in terms of what is being presented on the screen. And it's still a very enjoyable, really entertaining, solid, well made movie.
0: Yeah, it's very earnest. Yes, which I and that's King. Uh, King is a very earnest writer. Yeah. Um. And I also appreciated that I think, like for me, like you're right, yeah, it's not. Um, the Pennywise scenes are like, oh God, but it's like yeah. for the most it's part, tense. it's it's it's, it's really a tense. it's a mood piece. It's more yeah. of a mood. Um, and I'll say, like this director, yeah, I mean, previously I would have thought like he was somebody who was going to do like an Insidious five or mm-hmm. or a, a Conjuring spinoff. Right. Now to me, this is a this is a, a case of like a director really stepping up in a big bad way to the point where people can go. Oh, who's this? Right. And I could totally. see his next movie not being a horror film.
1: Totally, absolutely. For me, for me, like when I saw Sicario, to me, like Denis Villeneuve was that to me, and he had already done movies that were really, really good. But just for me, in terms of discoverability, seeing Sicario and going, oh my god, this director is really onto something. Yeah, and going back and watching Prisoners and seeing what he had done there. It made me that much more excited for movies like Blade Runner and any movies he does in the future. Yeah, to me, for Andy Muschietti, this is the same sort of a feeling where I'm like, this movie's so good, I really want to go back and rewatch Mama. And even though I, I would be, I'm more accepting of that movie maybe not being as good as it, mm-hmm. knowing that that's the movie that came before. But for whatever he does in the future, I am much more excited. And it, yeah. even if it is just the sequel to it. Even, and whatever he does beyond that, like I'm looking forward to, it because to me this is just a solid. Not even I. I, I don't even want to just classify it as just horror. Like it is psychologically terrifying. Like it's oh, got it's, this. It, yeah, intensity. it's worth
0: noting if you look it up on Google. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh It is classified. Let me find this because I was Googs. like, I was like, oh, there you go. It is uh, classified as a drama film slash thriller. <laughs>
1: And and yes, it definitely, it absolutely, one hundred percent has an as an element of horror to it, but it does have that drama, sort of a thriller thing. Like we talk about Halloween all the time. To me, Halloween, I, I personally don't classify it as a horror. Mm. I think of it more as a psychological thriller. And this movie definitely is more of a has a more horror element to it. But it very much is psychological. Like it will mess with you. And I think that's sort of the intent of it. It's to mess with not only the audience, but to also make you feel like you are one of those kids in the movie who's really being messed with. Yeah. Because it really does some really fucked up shit with your head. But it does not in a way that it's not violent for violence sake. And it's not gory to the point that you're pulled out of it. It does just enough to make you feel uncomfortable and to make you really sympathize with these characters.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so go, people, go, go see go. this movie. Go see it in the theater. Go see it in the packed theater. Honestly, I was
1: I was really happy to walk in that theater and see it as packed as it was. Yes. it was it was wall to wall. And you know, like I'm sure there are people watching other movies, but really, it's the only movie, the big movie that's coming out this weekend. So to walk into that theater and see so many people watching it, I'm I'm super excited. I'm more than positive that it's going to get a sequel. We'll look at the box office on Monday, but I have a really strong feeling that it's going to do actually really, really well. And I'm glad. I'm really glad. But I'll say
0: this too: anybody watching. If it doesn't get a sequel, this is a completed film. Yes. Like you, uh, it does the horror movie thing of like, there is the promise of a sequel. It's Mm. still out there, but if it doesn't get one, this is a completed story. Yeah. Yeah. Which that was my thing going into this was uh, because so much of that book is about, remembering childhood trauma mm-hmm. and how to deal with childhood trauma as kind of a metaphor and all this other stuff yeah. so i was like man how how do you split this book in half and still tell a compelling story that still feels deeper than just ooh crazy clown um and i think they did it i think they did it i think this um is dealing more rather than remembering and forgetting of childhood trauma. you're seeing the start of it yeah. and the ramifications that it can have and that kind of a thing yeah. um so yeah it's a completed film so i don't want anyone to go into this thinking like well maybe i'll wait to see if they announce a sequel to go see it it's right. not that this is not nick fury doesn't come out there's no there's no avengers initiative there's no it cinematic universe coming right. that's all. Uh, oh this isn't really a movie it's more well, setting up a
1: thing and i think that's kind of the key right i i think if they would have gone to this movie with sort of the mindset of well we want to turn the book into a trilogy yeah no they didn't treat it that way they really looked at the book and they said okay how can we contain this in sort of a digestible sense where we where we don't have to make this a four hour movie we can make it two hours take every all the necessities out of the first half of the book that deals with the kids and really make this work as one movie because mm-hmm. you're right if they never make a sequel to this i'm completely satisfied with where this ends yeah and I can kind of dream up my own sort of chapter two of what this movie could be. Yeah. But the fact that this movie is so solid and it tells such a good story and it and it really ties these, these characters together in such a good way. And it's obviously, it's well photographed. The music, like you were saying, is good. The produ- production design is good. Everything about it is really – even the visual effects. Yeah. For the most part, yes, there are moments where I'm like, that's a visual effect. But it is so obviously – necessary for it to be a visual effect yes that and it's so well done like most of the movie where we see effects happening i honestly couldn't tell you if there were enhancements done well that's the obvious unless it's the obvious
0: yeah and i think because it's such a fantastical beetlejuice kind of like thing that pennywise can do i'm more willing to accept it oh totally because it's kind of a weird Cartoon element? Yes, it does. Even when there are
1: moments where he does kind of spread his mouth open, you see just all these teeth. There There are moments where I'm like, okay, cool. Parts of it, yes, I know it's a visual effect, but a lot of the other parts of it, I'm like, this could easily be some sort of an animatronic. Or a mask or whatever, yeah. And it really, like, they really sold it. They did a really good job tying in all those elements.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, hundred so, percent. I agree. I,
1: I, I don't think we could recommend this movie enough. You should definitely go check it out. It's a really, really fun, entertaining, dramatic, tense movie. Um, and obviously, the more people that go see it, the more sort of positive word that spreads about it then we will most definitely see a sequel. I'm oh, super yeah. excited. And I can't wait to see where the story goes. Um, I kind of don't... I don't know if I want to go and revisit that miniseries. I don't know if I want to wait until the second movie comes out because I don't want it to be so fresh in my head that I can compare it.
0: I, I So I'll to, I, to, for those watching, to not spoil anything major, there are a lot of things that are done in this movie that make me question in a good, interesting way how they're going to do certain aspects of the sequel yeah. that would be... Them as adults, because I'll say there are certain characters that don't seem to make it at the end of this movie (laughs) that are major characters in the second half of that adult part of the book. So,
1: (laughs) very intriguing to see where it goes. Yeah. I'm super excited. But, guys, if you saw it, let us know in the comments below what you thought about it. If you read the book, how does it compare? How does the movie compare to the book, even the miniseries? What are things that they did that they changed that you maybe are completely on board with, and things that you would maybe hope that they wouldn't have changed? Uh, let us know in the comments below. Make sure you guys subscribe right here. YouTube.com slash HyperRPG. Cameron, where can everybody find you?
0: You can find me on Twitter.com slash Alien. And you
1: can just find me at Adam havoc on all the social meets. Thank you guys so much for watching, and uh, we'll catch you in the next review.